Welcome to the Fear and Greed Daily Interview. I'm Sean Aylmer. When you think of Australia's most recognisable brands, a few household names come to mind. Qantas, Woolworths, maybe Bunnings even. And of course, Telstra. The telco is the country's most widely held stock with well over a million shareholders. And those shareholders would have been happy lately with the share price hitting its highest point in years. Investors like the fact that the rollout and integration of the national broadband network is now complete. Telstra isn't struggling against that structural headwind. So as the telco enters this new era, what are its priorities and how does it convey these to the shareholders and the Australian public more broadly? Brent Smart is the Chief Marketing Officer at Telstra. Brent, welcome to Fear and Greed. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. So you took the job on last September. <laughs> September. This has to be one of the biggest jobs in marketing, surely, Telstra. Yes, it's fairly large. It's a, it's a, it's a big brand. It's a uh, big business. And it's a big marketing team. And you know, there are lots of opportunities. I, I always say it's a big creative canvas. You know, there's just so mm. many opportunities to do interesting things with the brand. So, uh, yeah, it's exciting to be on board. How do you get your head around all the different aspects of the company and then prioritise where it might be spent, it might be resourcing, that type of thing comes from? Yeah, it's definitely, you know, you need to understand the category and the business and, and, and frankly, the acronyms. There's plenty of them in telcos. But ultimately, you know, as a marketer, you're always trying to find a simple way of communicating things to the consumer. So that's always part of your process, right? How can I reduce this down? How can I find the insight here? How can I find a simple idea that really communicates? Because, you know, we're all going about our busy lives and and the first job is how do I get someone's attention? And then the second job becomes how do I explain this to them? How do I convince them? But that's a second job, right? The first job is got to get their attention, and, and got to get them to remember something. So ultimately, you've got to find a way to really simplify it. Okay. Now, I'm not a marketer in any sense whatsoever. So you're talking about brand recognition is that first step. So everyone would know Telstra the brand, not everyone, but you know, 99% of the population would know Telstra the brand. How do you get them to act on it? Yeah, well, there's been a lot of, you know, we call it marketing science that's happened o- over, you know, the years. And and what's really important for any brand is this concept of mental availability. So what that means is when I think of a certain category or product, I think of your brand first. So you might have really good awareness, but it's how you convert that awareness to something stronger, which is, as I said, this idea of mental availability. And that's about creating positive memories. It's about creating emotional connection, all things that sort of happen in the subconscious that we don't really think about rationally. But then when we actually do come to a purchase situation, we're able to draw on those memories and draw on those you know, emotional feelings toward the brand. And it does influence us in a big way. It's just happening in the subconscious. And, and what we tend to do as consumers is we tend to rationalize those purchases and make it feel like a much more rational process than it really is. So the power of memories, the power of emotions, it sounds a bit flaky, but it's actually incredibly powerful for brands. Well, one of the taglines, I think, was one of your first commercials that you released at CMO was the Secured by Telstra line. That's all about cybersecurity and the need uh, to protect. That, that's an example, I presume. Yeah, and, and I think what's interesting with that commercial, yes, that was my first commercial at Telstra. So uh, that was a pretty big deal for me. But yeah. um, and what I think is interesting about that one is we found a metaphor to talk about cybersecurity. And it comes out to the point I made earlier that we're, we're looking for simple, visual, powerful ways to kind of talk about what can be pretty complicated topics like cybersecurity. So we came up with that metaphor of this sort of security convoy, Humvees, SUVs, even helicopters, all protecting not a presidential, you know, 
cavalcade like you might expect, but but protecting just your average family SUV being the metaphor for how much effort, how much investment, and how much technology Telstra puts into protecting its customers. And it was something that really impressed me when I joined the company. It's something we take very seriously and just really wanted to come up with a way to uh, communicate that that was you know really powerful. But ultimately, when you are talking about a topic like cybersecurity, it's really important that the customer understands that they they also have to do some work themselves to be protected, right? Like we can't protect everyone. They also need to do a little bit of work in terms of, you know, thinking about their passwords, thinking about how they can protect themselves as well. So it's really about starting a conversation, getting some awareness going, and ultimately getting people to uh, take the steps they need to to be more protected. Stay with me, Brent. We'll be back in a minute. My guest this morning is Brent Smart, Chief Marketing Officer at Telstra. When you have a big ship like Telstra, and particularly one that has been through uh, enormous change, structural change in terms of your former CEO, what he did around jobs and things like that, the NBN rollout, which is now complete, is it difficult to change the world's view of Telstra though? Because right now you probably do, well, according to investment analysts, you have some clear air in front, hopefully for the company and hopefully for shareholders, that's the case. Is it hard though to change people's perception? It definitely means you have some entrenched perceptions because Telstra has been around for a long time. You know, Telstra has had many customers who are now non-customers, you know, because for different reasons they've left or, or whatever. So there are there are quite strong entrenched perceptions of the brand, which are harder to move than say a brand new brand, which doesn't have, mm. you know, any perceptions whatsoever. But but the flip side is it's there's an enormous advantage to being big. So again, drawing on marketing science and some of the research that's been done, if, if you look at what is the biggest multiplier of ROI in marketing, it's the size of the brand. It just gives you such an advantage in terms of being remembered, in terms of being trusted. Brand size is massive. So, so, so there's a big advantage in being sort of big and established, but there's also that downside that you also have a bunch of really entrenched views. A lot of people have made up their minds about your brand, and that is definitely uh, hard to move. But, you know, it's something that we're working on, and, you know, we want to have a very strong brand reputation at Telstra. We want to be one of the top brands in the country when it comes to brand reputation. That's something we're working really hard on uh, at the moment. How do you work out where to spend your money? And I know that's kind of a very complex question, but for our listeners, uh, given the shift in consumption and how people uh, view things, see things, consume media, etc., how do you work all that out? Yeah, look, it is incredibly scientific. There's a lot of data that goes into it, and we certainly rely on our media agencies who are absolute experts in it. But two real principles that that I tend to think about. The first one is you need to have a balance between the long-term marketing effects and the short-term. So the short-term is pretty simple, right? If you're on the market right now for a phone, you know, we want to make sure that we get a message in front of you at the right time and, you know, increase the chances that, that, that we will convert that demand that you have right now, right? That's a short-term marketing impact and that's super important. But But what you also need to think about is in any category, but particularly a category like like telcos, people aren't shopping every single day for a new phone or for a new home internet service. And what we want to try and do to maximise the impact of our marketing is also be doing some long-term marketing that builds, builds future demand. So in other words, people aren't in the market today, but they're going to be in the market sometime, next month, three months, a year, who knows when. And we want to be talking to them in a way that our brand connects with them 
and our brand is more likely to be chosen by then when they do get in market. And that's the real art of budgeting and and media planning is how do I get the balance right between the short-term immediate you know, effects I want to drive versus the longer-term brand building, which creates that future demand and creates that long-term growth. So that's the first thing, getting the balance right between those. And then the second challenge, as you rightly said in, you, you know, in, in the question, it's harder to buy reach than ever. People are harder to reach. Their you know, media is really fragmented. So you really need a screen strategy, which isn't just about television, but it's about BVOD, streaming, digital, all these other ways that we, we can now reach the consumer. And you really need to think about how you're building reach across multiple screens because you can't just buy a TV ad like you used to. Is it easier or harder to reach people now than 20 years ago based on what you just said then? Harder. But it's also incredibly exciting because there are so many new and different platforms and ways we can reach them. So, mm. so like in terms of sort of innovation, it's incredibly exciting and there's all sorts of things we could do that we could never do in the past. You also get an immediate reaction when you do things now that you never used to do in the past, but uh, it's definitely harder. You can't just buy a Sunday night TV spot and reach yep. you know, half the population like you used to be able to do. It is harder to build that reach. But ultimately... My answer to that is always this is, this is why we need to be incredibly creative because uh, there's never been more content in the world and yet every single consumer that I ever you know hear talk in a focus group says, I've got no time. So infinite content, no time. There's only a very small amount of content that we spend our time with and so you want to be one of those pieces of content, one of those ads, one of those brands that demands the attention of people. So you better do something creative. One thing about Telstra has always sort of interested me, you have so many shareholders, I mean, more than a million shareholders, many of those mums and dads, and that's as a result of it previously being owned by the government. Do you think much about shareholders when you market? You obviously market to customers, but many of those customers are actually shareholders. Yes, it's a, it, it is a unique thing about Telstra. It, it was true for my last job too. I was CMO at IAG, which also has a very yeah. big retail shareholding, you know, um, when the NRMA was mutualized, it created a whole bunch of mum and dad shareholders as well. I think, look, ultimately, as a marketer, you're always thinking about what's right for the business and what's right for the business is is what's right for stakeholders like investors and shareholders. Ultimately, shareholders want growth. You know, we've got a strategy called T25, which we've launched publicly and we've talked a lot about, which is all about growth. And you've seen the early um, results of that look pretty good. So, so, you know, if we can drive growth, then I think shareholders are going to be happy and that, that's sort of our, our role in marketing is, is marketing is a growth engine for companies and we're really focused on how we can help support that T25 growth strategy of Telstra's. So can we see more cracking ads like secured by Telstra? I love that ad with all the, all the hardware appearing and things like that. More of that in the next few years? Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Like I said at the outset, I, I think it's a, uh, it's a big creative canvas, Telstra. There's lots of you know, fantastic products and experiences that we can talk about. And I think there's always a need, no matter what brand you are, to be creative if you want to have any chance of standing out and being noticed. So, yeah, we definitely want to keep bringing creative storytelling to the brand and really thinking about how we can uh, turn up in unexpected ways because we can't take that that huge awareness we have for granted. We've got to earn attention with everything we do. So, yes, yes, hopefully you'll see more of that uh, sort of creative storytelling approach come through. Well, good luck with the job, Brent. It certainly is in terms of CMOs. It's about as good a job as you can get on the Australian landscape. And, you know, some of your predecessors have been truly tremendous marketers. So good good luck with it. And thank you very much for talking to Fear and Greed. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been fun. Cheers. 
That was Brent Smart, Chief Marketing Officer at Telstra. This is the Fear and Greed Daily Interview. Join us every morning for the full episode of Fear and Greed, Australia's most popular business podcast. I'm Sean Aylmer. Enjoy your day. 